Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to another great episode of the Sheesh and Friends podcast. Obviously, this segment is Fancy Football Friday. I'm going to change the title to Friday or Fancy Football Monday because that's when I'm recording, that's when I'm posting, and that's what's happening. So today we're going to be talking about tight ends. It is a buy one, get one free episode here. We just recorded and just posted about wide receivers. I went, you know, and touched slightly in depth on some of the top 40 receivers in the game, who I liked, who I loved, and who I didn't want at all. I'm going to do the same here. This is going to be a quick episode because guess what? Not that many people draft that many tight ends. You're talking about 10 to 20 tight ends going, maybe 25, you know, if you can play, you know, in a, in a deeper league or so, or have the flex option to use a tight end as well. A lot of people don't do that. But in this episode, like I said, we have quarterbacks, we have running backs, we have wide receivers now. We're going to hit tight ends. Defenses will come, it will be coming out this week or next week or so. We'll also have strategies and some other bits. But in this episode, let's get it rolling. We're talking about tight ends only. Real quickly, let me get this out of the way. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, hit me up at Ashish Airy on Twitter or on Instagram. Obviously, follow me first, and then I'll follow you back, and you can DM me whatever your thoughts or concerns or questions are. Uh, and you can follow the the podcast at Ashish and Friends on Instagram and at Ashish and Pals on Twitter. Thank you so much for that. Let's get the show rolling. So we're gonna talk about the the, the tight ends here, top three listed here on FancyPros.com. Like I mentioned, great baseline to start, great aggregate website. Um, this is just what I'm going based off of. It's, uh, it's no shade to any of the other websites and their rankings. So, to get this started, Travis Kelsey's number one easily makes sense. He still looks really damn good. He's still, you know, way healthier, it looks like, compared to Kittle. So, I get that. He's a very safe option. I think Kittle has more upside. Because when he is healthy, he is just... He's like Megatron on the field. Uh, issue is, he does tweak things. He does miss games. Um, for that reason, if you're feeling the safety for it, Kelsey at number one makes complete sense. Uh, if I if I draft tight end a little bit later, but still early, and you know I don't think I'm going to get uh, a top wide receiver anymore, maybe I went double down on running back or whatever it is, and you happen to see all the tight ends still there, maybe at that point I would take Kittle ahead. Um, because you're going to see that upside, and you probably need that on your team. That is the only reason. Right here, they have listed Kelsey at number one, Waller at number two, and Kittle at number three. I think these three are all interchangeable, all locks, all safety picks here, because they do have extreme upside. Uh, Waller, I think, would be the most consistent, which I think he is at number two, because he is that number one option on the offense for the Raiders. Kelsey's more of a number two. I think Hill gets quite a bit. Um, Kelsey still gets a shit ton. Uh, and they have a great running back as well. But the reason why he's still ahead of Waller is because obviously Carr's throwing to Waller. Um, but I think Waller is just as good and um, uh, as these two others, Kittle and Kelsey. So it's really take your choice. Who do you like the best? Which team do you support the best? Like just think of with your heart and your mind, right? Like whatever you feel good with do it i think you'd feel good with any of these and having kittle at three makes sense he probably has the highest upside of these other out of these three right here also has a little bit of a lower floor because he does miss a handful of games uh and we saw that really sucks sometimes <laughs> moving on here right next at number four we've got mark andrews who i think is bordering those top three names yes he can let you down like probably four to five games a season you'll get like 
zero points, maybe one point, two points. But the other weeks, he's very consistent. He scores, you know, quite a few points, and he's been a nice red zone target for Lamar Jackson. Yes, Lamar Jackson has better wide receiver options now. Uh, the run game should be better compared to last year. So J.K. Dobbins and you know Gus Edwards will do better, um, you know, and, and get more carries and probably do better things with them than you know Mark Ingram was last year. But I think Mark Andrews is always going to be a nice safety option for Lamar Jackson. He's still going to get fed quite a bit. And I think in the red zone, he's still going to be um, one of those, you know, one of Lamar Jackson's favorite targets. So this is actually someone I really love. This is someone I really want to get. If I feel like if I get Mark Andrews, uh, you know, after the other three are gone and I've already completed most, you know, my receivers and, and running backs, you know, a couple of those got my favorites there. I'm moving to Mark Andrews and I get him. I'm feeling like I'm in, a, I'm in a fantastic position here. Um, that is someone I really do love. We've got rookie Kyle Pitts at number five. I see it, right? Obviously, Julio Jones is no longer there. Calvin Ridley is. Run game's like mediocre with Mike Davis in the back. So I could see Kyle Pitts getting quite a bit of um, you know receptions here, and I think he's going to do the most with it. Five is pretty high, coming as a rookie. Um... But, you know, like I said, under these circumstances, I could definitely see it. He's definitely in the 5-7 to seven range for me. Next, we've got TJ Hawkinson. Um, I really loved him with Stafford. Obviously, he wasn't as good as I thought he would be, but he showed uh, that he had the tools to do it. He had some pretty good weeks. And I think now with Goff back there, this team's going to suck, okay? Uh, they obviously lost Kenny Galladay, too. Okay, they have some pretty good run options. Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift are back there. But I think TJ Hawkinson's going to get the lion's share of the receptions. And he can really do it all. So, you know, we're not talking about Megatron here uh, in Detroit Lions. I'm sorry. Uh, but, you know, with TJ Hawkinson there, he can do, he can catch really well. And I think he's going to do a great job there. So I feel safe with that. Next at seven, we've got Dallas Goddard. I think that's a great position. I think 7-9 to nine is, you know, what I'm feeling here. But with Jalen Hurts, who's having, like, his first official year as the starter, he's going to, even though he has Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager also there, Zach Ertz is still there. Pretty good run game with Miles Sanders and Kenny Gainwell in the back. I think Dallas Goddard's still a, a solid tight end. Things showed last year, he took that step from being the number two tight end to the number one. Um, but you know, I think he's going to be great things. And, and with Jalen Hurts, as someone that's going in your first full season, you're really going to, you do have nice options, but you're a little panicky. You want to have solid yards. So you're going to feed the ball a little bit more to your running back. And probably you always have that safety valve, which is your tight end. And I think for those reasons, Dallas Goddard, uh, is going to, you know, be a good value here. Moving on, we've got the other, Iowa Hawkeye, you know, we talked about TJ Hawkinson. His teammate here, Noah Fant with Denver. There's another team with, like, obviously quarterback not as great, obviously. Um, they have a lot of receiving options. They have KJ Hamler. They have Cortland Sutton. They have Jerry Judy. You know, you've got a lot of nice options there to throw to. Your run game's pretty good, too, now. You've got Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Noah Fant is the more athletic, more cast, you know, uh, uh, pass catcher, right, out of the two tight ends, T.J. Hawkinson and Noah Fant. Noah Fant really skyrocketed up the boards because he was super-duper athletic. 
Um, and I think he's going to benefit from this. Like, with Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater, you're going to see Noah Fant get quite a few receptions. And I think in the red zone, you're going to be looking towards Jerry Judy or Noah Fant. And so, for that reason, I think eight's a, a solid position. So, so far, like, nothing too crazy, right? But I feel like when you're talking about these players here, there's little tears for sure. Uh, but with any of these names that we've mentioned so far, you should feel pretty good. Right, like any of these teams. So that's why I think you can really wait. Like, so we'll get more into this during the strategy episode. But I think tight ends is one of the positions you can really wait on. But it's when you see Pitts, Hawkinson, Goddard, Fant, when they go off all the boards, then things get a little risky here. Robert Tanyan with Green Bay Packers, I think he's very solid. And probably the last name I feel super comfortable with. Like, that is my last resort here. Like I said, Devontae Adams does carry that pass, um, passing offense. Adam, excuse me here, Aaron Jones is going to get so many carries. But we saw Robert Tanyan come up big, make great big plays. And I think we're going to see more of that. But that's also just a name I wouldn't just be so excited about, right? Where I do see a Fant or Goddard or Hawkinson getting so many touchdowns. With Atanian, I really don't see that, and that's just not like someone I'm exiting my draft be like, yo, my Titans, Robert Tanyan, suck it. You know, I don't feel that at all. But, like, that's a good, solid option. After that, it's just a huge bunch of question marks here. So I'm going to tell you the best of the rest here. we got Tyler Higby, Logan Thomas, Mike Gesicki, Irv Smith Jr., Rob Gronkowski, and Johnny Smith. That is the 10 to 15 range. Listing these, I would go Johnny Smith at 10. I like his upside. I think he's going to get fed the ball quite a bit. You've got Cam Newton. Possibly, you know, they bring in their rookie quarterback to take over. And if they do either one, Cam Newton or the rookie quarterback, I think you're going to give the tight end the ball quite a bit. Yes, they do have Hunter Henry. He's also already sidelined for so many weeks now. Uh, Johnny Smith, we saw with the Titans, was playing like a top six, top eight at worst tight end. And I think we're going to get more of that with New England, who does have some decent options. They spent quite a bit of money in, in wide receivers too, but also like not great names. And for those reasons, I think Johnny Smith is going to be the number one, or, or at least get a, a bunch of receptions. But I think he's going to be that number one pass-catching option for the Patriots. Uh, and for those reasons, I, I really believe in him. Gronkowski... Getting up there in age, you know, we've seen his body break down in the past. He had a good year last year. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of love with him him and Brady, so I get it. But that, that's someone I'd probably have at 15. Irv Smith Jr. Gusecki. These are people that have the upside because, you know, they're going to get fed a lot by, you know, shaky quarterbacks. But they also have so many other options on their teams. We've got Dalvin Cook. We've got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen on the Vikings before they even, like, think about Irv Smith, right? Uh, with the Dolphins, we got Jalen Waddle, Devontae Parker, um, Will Fuller, right? Uh, their run game's okay, right? But Mike Gesicki is kind of like an afterthought here. So the only reason you'd really want to draft them is because you feel like Tua or Kirk Cousins, they do sometimes rely on these safety valves because they're not as consistent or not as elite as other quarterbacks. Logan Thomas is, you know, an all right name. I don't mind it. So I'd probably go Johnny Smith first here. Tyler Higby would be second for me. Uh, like I said, I think Stafford does a great job throwing the ball. Uh, and we're going to see that with Woods, Cup, and Tyler Higby. Obviously, Gerald Everett's also not on the team anymore, so that opens more tight end reps for Tyler Higby. And the rest of the other names, these are names that really are just like, 
you don't really need this, right? Like, at this point, you'd rather just get running back depth or wide receiver depth. You know, Evan Ingram is someone you could kind of rely on. Um, he's been pretty bad. At some point, he was considered a top six tight end in the league. Um, but he has, you know, fumbling issues. He has catching issues here and there. So he's fallen quite a bit. But, like, that's one of the last names I'd even consider drafting. Hunter Henry, I would pick up later in the season once he's healthy. I'm not going to draft him. He's missing weeks. They already have Johnny Smith there. That's a swerve. Adam Troutman, Jared Cook, Blake, Dar- Blake Darwin. Okay, that's a sneaky name, I'd say. If he's healthy to go and, and all good to go, he is someone that is a receiving tight end. And they're going to use him quite a bit, I'd say, because we've seen in the past, Dak and whatnot, they, they like to utilize, and the Cowboys, they like to utilize the tight end position. Blake Darwin is someone that can do things with the ball. Um, and that is someone, that's a sneaky pick. And if you really have like a really shitty team and you're just looking for upside or you have a really like unhealthy tight end or whatever it is, this is someone I'd be okay with. And the rest of these and other names, no, not at all. Eric Ebron's okay. Zach Ertz, yeah, no. Frisker with the Titans, nope. Hooper, Cole Komet, Gerald Everett, these are all just names you don't want to be having on your team. So at that point... It's too late. You've missed your boat on tight end. Uh, just pick whichever one you feel comfortable with. At that point, I'd rather just get backup QB or uh, running back depth or wide receiver depth. So, looking at those first few names, the names are really that pop out to me that I think are you know a little undervalued or steals here: Mark Andrews, T.J. Hawkinson, Noah Fant. Those are the three names that really stick out to me. Dallas Gutter as well. These are players that are, uh, I think could um, beat out the tra- draft position and you'd be super happy with having them on your team. So that wraps up this tight end episode. Uh, until next time, we'll do we'll do defenses next time around. But hopefully this you know give you a little clarity on tight ends and how I felt about them. But until next time, I'm out. See ya.